1: Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 202. In this episode, you're going to hear four reasons why Elisa Locke is so badass. In case you missed the last episode, Elisa is a financial consultant. And if you're looking to change your financial situation, if you have ever had anything in collections or you have something in collections now, or if you have a medical debt, right, this is a great episode to pay attention to Um, or actually, go back and listen to the last episode, and then come and listen to this one. Um, again, you're gonna hear four reasons why Elisa Locke is so badass, and so, if you want, listen to this. If it intrigues you, go back and listen to her episode. With that, well, I was gonna say let's get to it, but actually, I am super excited. My new book, From Broke to Badass, is out right now. So I would love for you to head on over to Amazon and pick it up from broke to badass. It's been such a journey to get it published and to get it out there. Now that it's finally here, I am like overwhelmed with excitement. So I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that this could absolutely change your life. If you're in debt, but you hate budgeting or the traditional way of budgeting, then this is absolutely for you. Um, there's a color-coded budget which focuses on colors instead of numbers and it has an easy to implement system and of course there's bonuses so head on over to amazon grab the book and then grab your bonuses and you'll find the link for the bonuses in the book with that let's get to the episode. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I am so glad you're here. Today, I'm going to share four reasons why Elisa Locke is so badass. Okay, so let me give you a quick rundown of the four reasons why Elisa Locke is so badass. The first is how she stepped out of the box in business. The second is who she flicked off. The third is is how she embraced her spending guilt. And fourth is how she turned her worry into a wonder. So let's get into it. So Elisa Locke is so badass because she stepped out of the box in business. Elisa's very first business that she owned was a collection agency. Not, even as she said, not many females are own collection agencies and she did it. She did it and she learned from it. And I bet that it really helps her in her financial coaching or financial consulting business today. Sometimes you have to do things out of the box. You have to do things a different way. Well, let me take that back. You don't have to do anything. But in life, I found that it's good to step out of the box. And I think this is something we need to be reminded of. You are not on anybody else's journey. You are on your own journey. Do things your way. Just because most females doesn't like don't do something, doesn't mean that you can't do it. Do it your way. Do the things that you want to do. You only have one life. So starting a business based on what somebody else wants, or based on what someone else wants, as opposed to what you want, that's fruitless. That's not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to make you happy. But if you start your own collection business or whatever that thing is for you, maybe it's not collections, but maybe it's you going into law enforcement, which is a predominantly male field, or you going into construction, which is probably a predominantly male field. But if it's the thing that you want to do, step out of the box. Do it. There's a female plumber. And I wish I could remember her name. It's like completely slipped my mind. But she's like totally kicking butt. There's not a lot of female plumbers. But she did it anyway. So where in your life are you playing it safe? Where are you not stepping out of the box? And this doesn't mean you have to like abandon your career or abandon whatever you're doing right now. But it could also be like a yes and. Like I'm going to do this. Yes. Yes. And I'm also gonna do this on the side. Is there anything that you have wanted to do that you thought, oh, there's nobody like me doing this? Or females don't usually do this. People of my color don't usually do this. People of my identity or who identify like I do don't usually do this. Then that's all the more reason why you should start. All right. The second reason why Elisa Locke is so badass is because of who she flicked off. Alright, before you're thinking it's something bad, (laughs) Elisa talked about Pierre, the guy on her shoulder. So Pierre sometimes talks to her nicely and says nice things to her. Other times, Pierre's a total jerk and says mean things to her. So when Pierre's being negative, when Pierre's saying mean things... Um, then she go ahead. She go goes ahead and flicks him off her shoulder. I'm done with you. I'm not listening to you anymore. I'm not putting up with this. So we all have that inner voice, and we can listen to what it says and accept what it says, or we can fight back against it. We could say, "I'm not going to allow that." Maybe yours doesn't have to be named Pierre, but you can name it something else, something that you know, identifies with you, a name you like, a name you don't like, whatever. (laughs) Because this voice is like the good and the bad. Too often, we just accept our thoughts for what they are. We think that they are real. We think that they are truth when they are not. So examine your thoughts. If you're being a bully to yourself, if you're being mean to yourself, if you're being negative, give that a name like Pierre, and then go ahead and flick it off your shoulder. Be done with it. Stop listening to it. Or you can argue back with it. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy. But I think it's even crazier to not do it. To not talk back to your thoughts. And just to accept them as truth. So I thought that was so badass that Elisa Locke talks back to Pierre. She doesn't put up with the crap, right? Do you accept your thoughts as the truth? Do you do anything to combat those thoughts? People have different practices, different things that work for them to combat negative thoughts, negative ideas. Um, Sometimes for me, I'll just be like, that's not true. And then list the reason why it's not true. And if it seems hard to say that's not true or to list the reasons why it's true. Well, if you were talking to a friend, what would you say? What would you tell that friend? What are the reasons you would tell them that wasn't true? So act like you're talking to your own friend about whatever issue you're having or whatever negative thing you're saying to yourself. And previously we had Jody Lynn Craven on the podcast and she said she had like a best friend exercise that she recommended you do. So go back and listen to that episode. I believe it's episode 195, but our self-talk is huge. Huge. The things we say to ourselves. The things we allow ourselves to think and believe. Like, yeah, we can't control what thoughts come up, but we can control what happens after that. So, I loved it that Elisa Locke flicked off Pierre and doesn't put up with it when Pierre is talking negatively to her. Alright, the third reason why Elisa Locke is so badass is because of how she embraced her spending guilt. Alisa grew up in a family that they didn't spend money. They were really stringent with their money or didn't just go out and spend on crazy things. So Alisa said when she was growing up, she thought she was poor. She didn't know that they weren't poor. And I can hear my dog snoring in the background, so forgive me. (laughs) Um, But... Elisa didn't know that her family wasn't poor. They just saved money a different way. They just saved a lot of money. So as an adult, she had those feelings of guilt when she'd go to buy things. Because that's not how her parents did it. It amazes me how much stuff from our childhood still seeps in in our adult life or still affects us in our adult life. A lot of the feelings you feel, the emotions that come up for you throughout the day are related to your childhood. And something in your childhood like how you were treated or how certain situations happened. And I don't think that a lot of us are examining that. Now, it's not something you have to examine all day, all the time. But it is worth paying attention to. Especially when it comes to your money. Because we have these beliefs that are limiting us. They're called limiting beliefs. But they're holding us back. They could be preventing you from having the financial life that you want. So it is important to look at these limiting beliefs and really examine them. So Elisa had to examine that belief about feeling guilty whenever she spent money. It's not a bad thing. But she she was raised where her parents didn't spend money. So she felt guilty when she'd go splurge on something or buy something. And she had the money for it. She was not in debt. So this way, Elisa can get the extra. She can buy extra things. Even if she was raised by her parents to believe, you don't need anything extra. You don't need extra. These things seep into our lives and they become just beliefs that we think are absolutely true. And unless you examine them, then you won't know that they're not true. Whenever you have a feeling about money... Like, maybe it's a negative thought, a negative feeling, or you say something bad about your money situation. That's something to examine, right? Look into it. Dig in. Where did this come from? Why do I believe this? Is it true? Don't just take your situation for what it is. Do a little bit of digging. Do a little bit of examining, especially when it comes to your money, because our situations in childhood definitely seep into our adult seep into adulthood or into our adult lives. And I talk about this in my book, From Broke to Badass, where my parents, my dad was a teacher and my mom was a stay-at-home mom. And they had six kids, so they struggled a little bit financially. And I just thought money was hard to come by. You can't get ahead. And it's not that my parents actually said those things to me, but I just based it off of my experience. But then, as an adult, I realized, wait, I'm single. My income is different than theirs. My situation is not their situation. So these are things to examine. So I love that Elisa Locke examined her limiting beliefs and really... Question what she was saying to herself. Question the story she was telling herself. And you can do the same. The fourth reason why Elisa Locke is so badass is for how she turned her worry into a wonder. When Elisa was in her early 30s, she found herself in a situation where she was a divorced single mom. And she really was living paycheck to paycheck. She had $60,000 worth of debt and didn't have any savings. Elisa said this kept her up at night. Her worry, her anxiety, and stress. She didn't know what she was going to do. How was she going to get out of the situation? She kind of beat herself up a little bit. Like, how did I even get here? I know better than this. So the worry was sinking in and struggling and you know what? She made a change. It was a low point for her, but she found a way to get out. She was determined to get out of debt and she did get out of debt and then went on to become a financial coach. I will tell you, $60,000 worth of debt, that does not feel good. Why can I say that? Because I paid off $106,000 in debt in just under two years. Did I ever think that was possible? No. Not at all. I did not think it was possible. It's stressful. It's overwhelming. But you know what the good thing is? Like, it's cool afterwards. It's a cool story after to be like, oh, I paid off $60,000 worth of debt. I paid off $106,000 worth of debt, right? That feels good. In the moment, does it feel good? No. No. It feels overwhelming. But you can turn your worry into a wonder. You can make this crappy situation that you're in and come out on the other side and then it's going to be a pretty freaking cool story. It doesn't have to be, oh, poor pitiful me. I'm in this situation. I suck. What do I do? I'll never get out. Sometimes it's those crappy, crappy situations that allow you to change. It's like the pain has to be so big before you're willing to make a change. And that's okay. So what pain or hardship are you feeling in your life? Look at the other end of that spectrum. What would be the opposite of the situation that you're in? That outcome could happen for you. It could be a cool freaking story. So I say turn your worry into a wonder. Listen to what Elisa Locke did. Um, You can do it too. It's not just for Elisa. It's not just for me to pay off debt. It is for you. And it doesn't have to be debt. It could be whatever your thing is. Whatever your mountain is that you have to climb. Or whatever hardship you're going through. You are a badass. I know that you can do it. Just take it one little step at a time. Or what's that quote? Like how do you eat an elephant? And it's one bite at a time. I think that's maybe Brian Tracy, um, but you just take it one little step at a time and then you'll get through it. You'll make a difference. You'll make a change in your life if you're willing to do so. If you're willing to take action and it sucks, it's going to be hard, but keep your eye on that end goal. Keep your eye on what it's going to be like when you're out of that pain, when you're out of that hardship. You can do hard things. And it's going to be so stinking cool when you get out of that situation and accomplish the thing that you want to accomplish. It's going to be amazing. All right. Quick recap. Four reasons why Lisa Locke is so badass. First, for how she stepped out of the box in business. Second, for who she flicked off. Third, how she embraced her spending guilt. And fourth, how she turned her worry into a wonder. If you like this episode, definitely take a screenshot of it and throw it in your Instagram stories. Tag me, at OrdinaryToBadass, and tag Elisa, at YourMoneyMama. So tell her what your takeaway was. Tell her what you learned from her episode. It's super important that we give feedback, that we let people know the impact that they're having on their lives. It's hard being vulnerable and sharing your story. So we would love to hear from you. Nothing makes me more happy. So again, take a screenshot, throw it in your Instagram stories, and let us know what your takeaway was or what you implemented from her episode. With that, we'll end our show. To all the badass women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it.
0: Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, ordinarytobadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from Ordinary to Badass and get the chance to be on a future Spotlight episode of the show. That's badass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat Dust off the dirt and get back in the arena.